Hello, my name is Jordine Bartlett and I'm so pleased to bring you the Roehampton podcast, or as I like to call it, the Rcast. It is the number one destination for student, graduate and alumni conversation. Whether it be career, well-being, skills or resources you're in search of, Roehampton podcast looks to debate the trending topics that matter and equip you with everything you need to get ahead. Welcome to episode one, how to boost your employability appeal. In this episode, listeners will learn how to instantly attract recruiters, where to search for the best job opportunities, and how to develop the top skills needed to thrive in 2021. Today we have Julie Powell, who's Head of Careers at the University of Roehampton. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And thank you very much for having me, Jordine. I'm delighted to be here. I'm going to go straight into the questions. I know we have quite a few to get through. And so I wanted to to kind of ask them and pose this as um, the first question, because I know that it is being a very difficult and challenging time for a lot of graduates and students. What would you say has been one of the biggest challenges that they faced over the past year? Well, uh, the pandemic has had a big impact on our students and our graduates. It's certainly a competitive job market uh, out there. Uh, Many of our final year students uh, have had either job offers that have been lost or deferred or cancelled. But on the bright side, uh, many organisations are still actively recruiting. Uh, They very much value uh, graduate recruitment. And, and, And I'm so glad you said that. So just talk to me a little bit about kind of any programs or initiatives and any support really that is out there for students that they can tap into. Sure. So the careers and and work experience and placements team are all offering a very proactive service to our students and graduates for a lifetime opportunity. So students uh, can come back at any time once they've graduated. Um, And it's really more important than ever for students to present themselves in in the best light possible. So all of our team go into lectures to deliver talks on uh, career pathways, on writing a fit for purpose uh, CV, application forms, personal statements. Uh, It's all really about uh, working with our students and supporting them so that they can demonstrate the right employability skills so that they can then go to an interview fully prepared uh, and confident and also know about postgraduate opportunities too as well and and what tips or tools would you suggest that they use to access the this support yeah so um we always uh, promote our career link platform and app to all of our roehampton students and graduates so they they can use that 24 7 wherever they're located in the world um, and, and what it, what is the CareerLink app? So the CareerLink app is a one-stop shop, uh, which is an online platform for all of the careers, internship and placement support available to all of our students and graduates. On the CareerLink uh, platform and app, uh, you have access to career e-learning courses, hundreds of them, to develop your career and work-based skills. Uh, We have an employer tracker uh, where you can browse employer profiles and follow companies for updates on internship opportunities or job opportunities. Uh, We have a CV builder 
a cover letter builder, a CV360 upload tool where students can check their CV against 50 different checks. So that uses artificial intelligence. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, there's lots of company directory schemes on there. We have a whole full list of graduate schemes with the opening and closing dates and career pathways as well. So that sounds like a lot. So there is, <laughs> so there is a lot of resource out there that you know recent graduate students um, can and tap into. It is. So once uh, our students have graduated, they will have full access for a lifetime opportunity to CareerLink. Um, once they've downloaded the app, they will always have that. Uh, so there's no limit on the access to online uh, support. And also uh, graduates can come back to have an appointment with a careers advisor, whether that be to, to find out about work experience opportunities, internships, graduate schemes, yeah. or or to have their CV checked. And, uh, and, and, and that's brilliant, that kind of the notion that you're always with Roehampton, no matter kind of when you've graduated. Um, I know myself, being an alumni, I'm always kind of tapping back into my networks or my contacts from the university, visiting the campus as well. Um, and, and it just does feel like you're, you're kind of forever part of the, the community, the campus, um, Roehampton life. And so it's great to hear that. Uh, we often uh, promote uh, many publications and online, uh, um, online platforms. So the Times Top 100 is a really good place for students to, to start their search for professional level roles. Mm -hmm. It's got a list of all of the uh, graduate recruiters, top graduate recruiters, and, and the types of opportunities, insight schemes, uh, graduate schemes, internships available. Uh, and we also um, try to promote target jobs, uh, which is where lots of graduate schemes and all of the details of the graduate schemes are uh, are promoted within that guardian jobs mm -hmm. uh, prospects is a really good site where students can find out about their career pathways that might be linked to their academic programs uh, and you've got the graduate recruitment bureau as well um, mm -hmm. where students can find lots and lots of job opportunities that are pulled in from employers websites from recruitment agencies and from publications uh, across the UK. And all of that information will be on the careers link, is that correct? So be, it's yeah. all uh, it's all embedded within career link, absolutely, link. and very clearly signposted. Fantastic. Can you explain the difference between hard skills and soft skills? Of course. Uh, hard skills refer to the technical skills uh, that employers are looking for, such as uh, specialist IT skills, numerical or statistical uh, skills, uh, whereas soft skills are those transferable skills such as managing and motivating staff, um, teamwork, leadership skills, personal motivation, uh, organisational and time management. So even in the current climate, employers are finding vacancies uh, hard to fill in some cases, um, and so it's really important for uh, for students to be able to show uh, the soft skills as, as well as those um, technical hard skills. I have found that the kind of the soft skills are the ones that kind of pit the post. And what I mean by that is when you do go into kind of the interview phase, it's those that, you know, where you're asked a question and you can demonstrate 
even if you haven't got work experience, but experience of being able to take instruction very clearly and very well or lead a group of people. And so that might be on campus as a sport, you know, in a sports team, for example, or, you know, but you can demonstrate these things, but they're called soft skills because they aren't, um, they, they are often things that you kind of pick up along the way or they're things that you just don't really see as being a skill in a sense, but they become really important. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I would also say that for many roles, what you've studied is, is often less important than what you can offer in terms of your transferable skills. Mm. So some something to take into account when you write that application form or your CV and, and you enter your interview stage. Yeah. And when we think about then soft skills, you kind of mentioned kind of leadership and I mentioned, you know, taking instruction or, uh, you know, leading or um, facilitating. Um, what would you say should be within a CV? Like which of the soft skills would you bring to the forefront? Well, I would say that many employers are looking at teamworking, really important, particularly in the pandemic. We all need to come together and collaborate in a team environment managing up as you have mentioned uh, so being able to manage uh, leadership uh, most of the students and graduates listening today will have been resilient and they will have re they will have demonstrated resilience in many ways mm. uh, so that's really important to uh, to give examples of that in an interview scenario but also business appropriate communication. Um, so uh, employers are expecting students and graduates to be able to write reports, to write emails mm. and, and to be professional in the working environment. Would you say and would you agree with me that these are kind of like the future skills? These are the things to really you know, yeah, highlight in your CVs and cover letters. Yep, I would. Absolutely. Brilliant. Um, where online would you say students could go to kind of boost these? We talk about these soft skills, like how do they develop this their knowledge and confidence and experience um, that they need? Where online should they go to kind of help? Again, uh, what I would uh, certainly uh, promote is the career link. It's the it's the place where all our students and graduates can go. It's simply accessed through Roehampton's uh, student portal or through the website uh, and on there you can find Career Pulse for example. So Career Pulse is a self-assessment where uh, students and graduates can rate themselves on a range of attributes. Uh, it Once they the students have uh, wrote, uh, they've entered their um, their scores or the confidence levels for things like self-awareness, uh, work-based skills, um, CVs, applications and job hunting skills, then uh, this the Career Pulse platform uh, pro uh, produces an instant bespoke employability report so that students and, and graduates can then look at where they need to uh, improve uh, mm. and what kind of measures they can take to improve their, their skills. And what about developing networking confidence? I, I recall many years ago, before I graduated, <laughs> I would attend a, a many, many um, media days where we'd have fantastic speakers from the likes of you know newspapers, magazine, um, and I wanted to get into that field. And they would really hone in on the fact it's so important to develop a solid network. LinkedIn is going to give you an incredible way to allow you to connect to the right people, to the right recruiters, 
uh, to hiring managers and influencers, as you mentioned, and to really follow the type of things, the jobs, the internships that they're sharing on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, uh, we've given a lot and lots of different workshops on this throughout the events and activities uh, that we've put on for students. So LinkedIn gives you or really helps you to build your professional online brand. Mm. Uh, it helps you also to, to search effectively for opportunities, uh, recent up-to-date opportunities. Uh, but it also helps you to build meaningful relationships with people you might not know uh, in the working world um, and, and it helps you to engage your your network effectively by writing content and posts that are really going to stand out to employers and and the more you engage with LinkedIn uh, and the more uh, uh, content that you can write on LinkedIn that is really going to, to uh, attract employers and, and it's going to attract them to your profile uh, and you can look for jobs on there. I really liked what you mentioned just now about kind of um, finding other people to connect with. So it may be kind of employers, but you may actually just be looking for people kind of industry related. So somebody actually kind of at your your level, maybe just another graduate from a, even another university um, and just trying to just try to, you know, talk to them, reach out to them to see what their experience has been or what route they're taking or what, you know, what resources they're using on, on LinkedIn to kind of get ahead. I see a real benefit in building a network of professionals, but also you're able to also build a professional network of like a more of a personal network as well um, with others like-minded. I would absolutely agree with that. And, and the university have also created a, an online mentoring uh, scheme. Uh, and that is where our students and graduates can connect with employers in, in a more personal way. Mm. Uh, and they can get the benefit of uh, employers and, and many of those are our alumni uh, that have had the experience of uh, going in for going for an entry level role uh, and so they are very happy the mentors are very happy to give the experience to talk about your CV to discuss who they know how they know uh, in, in some cases these uh, opportunities have led to shadowing opportunities or internships in some cases they've led to actual job opportunities so it's a really good way to connect personally yeah. with uh, with people in different industries, but people that have a special empathy with the University of Roehampton community. We actually have a um, a episode coming up in the future, all centered around mentorship and what it means and the benefits, because there's huge benefits to becoming a mentor and giving back, but also being a mentee and listening into the experience of um, those more wider industry influencers. So I'm not gonna give too much away, but I will definitely pick back up on the on the mentoring side of things. Um, a great thing to put on your CV as well, that, that you've engaged in a mentoring scheme. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be back with Julie in a second, just after this quick message on what to expect from next episode. Join us when we shine a spotlight on mental health and wellbeing. You can expect hacks as to how to remain sane through these testing times, where to tap into free health-related resources and learn what services are available to Roehampton students, graduates and, of course, alumni. We are back um, with Julie Powell, who is Head of Careers at um, the University of Roehampton. Thank you so much once again for being part of our first podcast episode, Julie. I hope you're enjoying it. 
Thank you very much. And again, lovely, lovely to be here and really happy that you've invited me. <laughs> Let's now talk about the Launchpad competition that the University of Roehampton runs each year. I know that you're very in involved in this um, and responsible for leading it. So can you just explain what it is and share perhaps some of the success stories that you've seen after since launching? Absolutely. So Launchpad is a a program that is de dedicated to supporting students and alumni to develop their businesses or their business ideas. So we have a competition which we run annually um, and this awards funding each year to those uh, students or graduates that have an idea for a business, for a business idea. Uh, that can be a product, a service or an improvement of an existing product or service. So we normally have a winner and three runners up each year that win funding to invest into their idea. We also run a Launchpad startup grant, and this is for students and graduates who have a business that's already established and operational. So a business that's established on Companies House uh, and with the support of Santander Universities, we have pots of up to £3,000 to invest in those businesses so that they can kickstart uh, and, uh, and progress well. Um, so we, we offer both those initiatives to, uh, to both students and alumni to develop their ideas, to help them progress. Uh, and we've had lots of success uh, from both sport, sport, sports coaching students, business students, dance students. Uh, for example, one of our graduates uh, in dance last year she was successful in our startup visa. She then won the UR Launchpad competition and then she became the Emerging Entrepreneur of the Year and went through a whole series of workshops and uh, helped to present her, her idea to potential investors. So I, some really good examples. I, there. I, I actually think I remember her. I, I remember coming to, um, to, to talk um, last year on campus around um, entrepreneurship and, and and starting your own business and actually giving some practical advice to the students as to kind of what to do in terms of like registering a business. And I do um, do believe that she was on the panel with me. I remember her story. She, she was indeed. Uh, her business is called Art in Motion. Uh, you can see that on LinkedIn. Uh, and she has not only received funding for her, her idea, but she's also been through uh, lots of different um, support uh, mechanisms and workshops to test out her idea in a safe space. And she's learned how to create a business canvas to pitch her idea. She's received uh, feedback from expert panelists, not only from the university, but from Santander uh, investors. Uh, so lots of pitching practice advice and guidance from professionals and and also a, a chance to be members of the Wandsworth Chamber of Commerce which is all, always helpful when you're setting up and, and kick-starting yes. your new business and, and in terms of so that is brilliant it feels like it sounds like she's had a lot of support so for those listeners that are thinking about starting up a business um they have an idea but they just don't know how to kind of you know work um move it forward let's say what would they do now? What would be the support that um, University of Roehampton could give them to get to the next step? 
Sure. So I would say as, as a first step, contact careers at rowhampton.ac.uk. We uh, will establish an appointment with that person and they can talk a little bit about what idea they may have for a business. Um, many of our students have then entered the annual UR Launchpad, uh, UR Launchpad competition so that they can then uh, fill out an application form and then create a pitch um, which will then be presented in front of panellists. Um, and that is a really good way to, to get some feedback on your idea um, and to, to test out whether there might be a market for that and what your competitors might be. Mm. Uh, but it's, it's really good to, to be able to have that opportunity to, to uh, share that idea with, with the experts from, uh, from uh, investors uh, and from the Wandsworth uh, community. And is the competition running this year? So we've already held the UR Launchpad competition. What we currently are promoting is the uh, Launchpad Startup Grants for those people that might ha already have businesses that are operational. So we're going to have two rounds of that. Um, one round will will finish uh, very soon and then we'll have uh, the next uh, round opening in May, finishing at the end of June, and we'll run both the UR Launchpad competition and the Launchpad Startup Grant in the next academic year. So that leaves a lot of time for students to, to get their applications ready uh, and uh, provide lots of evidence in the form of uh, websites or social media yeah. um, and uh, to get ready for, for those competitions and startup grants for, for next academic year. Very, very exciting. And I'm, I, I do feel, and I, and I don't know if you feel the same as well, Julie, that the pandemic has brought about the opportunity for people to reflect on what they want to be doing, how they want to be doing it, thinking a little bit more outside of the box and, you know, accessing kind of a, a grant or support, whether, you know, be advice or actually something financial would enable them to kind of get these ideas that have been sitting on um, off, off the ground. That's right. And, and again, we, we've talked about CareerLink. Uh, one of the features of, of CareerLink is, is a pitch builder. So that really helps to, to get students thinking about how they can pitch their idea to panellists uh, and, and become much more successful when they do have to present their idea as part of the competition or startup grant. Brilliant. Thank you. I do believe that, you know, success of somebody um, comes a lot from what they listen to, what they the advice they're given um, and learning from others and the experience of others. Would you be able to share with our listeners some of your own personal career highlights um, and how they came about? Absolutely. Well, my career path certainly wasn't a linear career mm -hmm. path. Uh, it also started uh, by uh, gaining my degree in business management, Spanish and French, uh, at the University of Leeds. Uh, I graduated at a time of high unemployment, uh, a bit like today. Um, I, once I graduated, I went to work in, in Madrid hmm. and I worked in a number of bilingual schools and the British Council. Um, I then came back to uh, the UK, completed a PGCE um, to make sure that I was upskilled uh, in the realm of teaching um, and uh, worked for schools um, and then went on to work uh, for a premiership footballer in with 19 management but that was actually based in Madrid 
Wow. Uh, so that was a real highlight for me, and I've got the book to prove it from from uh, Steve McManaman, who was the Premiership uh, Real Madrid footballer. Um, so when I came back to the UK, I worked for International Management Group and uh, a TV uh, studio called Network of the World, which was part of Transworld International. Um, and then I was interviewed for a role at the University of Roehampton in business development, which has led to my current mm. Uh, path as head of careers today so really enjoy working in a supportive role uh, within an educational higher education setting it really does uh, fulfill me with enjoyment and and I really do uh, love to see students and graduates mm. grow and develop much like yourself because <laughs> um, I do remember your career path as well Jordine from the start when you yourself graduated and and I love to see when uh, the students succeed against all odds uh, and to see their LinkedIn profiles <laughs> as they progress their career. So, yeah, I love my role. And uh, in it, and it shows, it really comes across. Um, I do think that it's, you know, just invaluable advice that you're giving to, you know, to listeners um, today. But you've always, you've always been on hand to provide brilliant experience um, and, and knowledge and, and just, just, yeah, just awareness of what life beyond graduation really looks like. Um, and something you mentioned there is this, it wasn't a linear path. And and I think that's regardless of whether it's a, we're going through a pandemic or a financial downturn or whatever you're going through, that there isn't anything set in stone to say that once you graduate, this is what's going to happen. So look, thinking back to when we began the conversation and we talked about transferable skills or soft skills, Something that I've seen talk about, being talked about more and more often over the past year is this need to be flexible and the need to be able to, to pivot and to flex and the, all of these kind of buzzwords, but just the need to be able to show diversity and, as you mentioned, resilience as well and being able to, you know, shift and, and change um, as and when needed because there's just no linear path to your career or, or to life as we've seen over the last 12 months that's right and and, and really my, my parting words would be you know students and graduates you're at the perfect stage uh, to to explore different career paths uh, which can change uh, as, as you go on uh, start looking at gaining some work experience volunteering opportunities they're out there lots of them uh, start work on identifying your key skills and think about how you can expand them and 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 also think about the aspects of work that you do and, and you don't like because that's really important that you pursue opportunities that, that you and that you like and you enjoy doing uh, so please do come to the career service come and see us we uh, will we'll be delighted to, to see to see you and from to hear from you Julie, thank you so much for your time. Um, it's been, as always, it's been such a pleasure. And unfortunately, I can't see you, but it's been such a pleasure to hear to hear from you today. And I'm sure you know everyone listening in has just found this so insightful. So thank you so much, and um, and thanks for joining our first episode as well. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much, Jordan. It was lovely to be here.